dumb fun. It's just been such a it's been a, it's been a crazy week for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was, you know, I believe I was well, in Arkansas. Well, I didn't ask you. Okay, yeah. Like, what, what happened? You, yeah, and you said, you, oh, you know, oh, really? And yeah, then you just fair. sort of launched into it. Like, what am I, your your uh, audience at a stand-up comical show? No, I've never, you know, I've never, there's not often audiences when I do that. Yeah, no, of course not. Okay, so I guess now that you've started <laughs> talk, how was your week? What did you do? Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, it's been crazy. You know, I think, I'm pretty sure I was in, uh, Arkansas last we talked and um but but you may recognize where I am look around behind me you see that bean uh oh, no. that's right I'm in our old stomping grounds Letty of Chicago Illinois. they let you in yeah well I'm not allowed to go to the high school where we shot as that's you what know I thought yeah. yeah I can do like 50 feet away okay um, but so I've been visiting a lot of the other locations you know um yes the, the parks um, that bean wasn't there when we were shooting though that was a new addition i believe to the city so, yeah. so you, it's kind of disorienting to see that 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 thing behind you it makes me believe that you've been abducted by aliens no i have not i can assure you i have not well this week been abducted by aliens uh that would be cool if that had happened no, much more interesting than this story i know i know i know but i no. you know i think it's interesting that i'm in chicago i think the fans will like that i'm you know visiting the old locations you know we we shot uh, some fun stuff here in grant park of course have you been approached have people recognized you i have been approached by many uh police who are like hey you can't you can't film here you can't be here you, you can't know, sleep in the park. You yeah. can't sleep in the park. You're that kind you, of thing. That kind of thing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I am being recognized and and approached by fans. Yes. Um, you know, one of them said, "Don't I know you?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Yeah, I think I arrested you back in 1997 oh. uh, for disorderly conduct at a at a rap party." Um, yes. It, you weren't allowed to go to those rappers' houses, but you kept showing up <laughs> at the rap it, parties. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. The, we. Those rap parties in 1997 didn't, you know, it's not like when you think of it now, like a tear the club up type rap type thing. It's, mm, it no. was, you know, this was like, um, it's more intimate. Yeah. And it was more like, you know, kid and play were having, ironically enough, a house party. You know, people think they just mm-hmm. did that in the movies, but they actually had real house parties too. Oh, and house music at that time was so big. You know, we would all go to the clubs and you know, it was so much fun. We were all dancing. And, oh, it was, you know, such good times there. Yeah, yeah it was. Oh, I imagine you're, you're probably partying with beef juice and all kinds of Chicago things. Now that yeah. I'm remembering, oh my God. Of course, yeah. As a reminder, you're from right down the road here in Champaign-Urbana. Oh, I'm. it's so, what a lifetime ago. I mean, I I'm, in, I'm in London, England. And <laughs> honestly, I mean, I'm kind of shocked you haven't asked me how I'm feeling. I, I was really... getting there. I was getting there. How, yeah, how are you doing, Letty? Well, I'm clearly in mourning gown oh. wearing a black veil and yeah. a black dress the queen of course the queen has died and even though they said that the time for mourning has ended nationally i don't feel that's right to simply move on with our male queen i don't think that's the title he he prefers i will not call him king okay well and, and but so yeah you're in very much a black and you have a yeah you do have a veil mm-hmm. um there's like a collection of sort of widows 
behind you sort of collecting your train. Yes, yes. I did have to hire only widows uh, to collect my train for it didn't feel right to not have others who are connected with death and understand death the way that the way that I now do for losing my beloved Queen of England. Yeah. The place where I live and call home. You said I saw your your um, post on Facebook mm-hmm. where you said that this this hits you the hardest. I've never experienced a loss like this before. And my grandmother died yesterday. And honestly, <laughs> it is what it is. That's how I felt about that one. Grandma Jane that was that was around the set all the time? That yes. like raised you? Yes, yes, she she passed away yesterday. Unfortunately, um, you know, it, it was a freak accident where she uh, slept. She fell asleep and died in her sleep, and that is that is a shame. Yeah, this that's okay. That's not a freak accident. That's a, that's natural. Well, causes, I'm sorry. But... I go to sleep every day, and I've never died. That's fair. Um, but okay, so I, I guess I was just wondering, like, this is a real blood relative, your grandma, not like one of the from one of the grandmas from the cult. Well, I, I, well, no, I, I haven't done a, um, an ancestry.com to see if I'm related to the queen of England, because that could uh, be possible. Yeah, you could be in the line of succession. I could definitely, that's very possible, for sure. <laughs> uh, and yes, no, this is my real grandmother. And, you know, yes, she dropped me off at set every day and everyone knew her. And yeah. sometimes she made cookies for everyone. And everyone, everyone said, oh, Grandma Jane, we love you so much. But, you know, people die, except yeah. for royalty. Except for royalty. That, that's, mm-hmm. I see why that's hitting you so hard. It really uh, is. Well, do you think you can You think you can chin up and make it I through the show? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. What well, is we'll what are we even who are we even talking speaking with today? Are we speaking oh. with any leads of the series finally? No, well, no, not not yet. Um they're they're coming, they're coming. I have letters mm-hmm. out to all of them, but today, mm-hmm. because none of my letters were um getting out, we we held a fan contest. We we had a fan contest. We're gonna have a super fan on the show to sort of oh. ask us some questions for a change. So that'll be nice, wow. right? I think that'll oh, be yeah. that'll help pick your spirits up. <laughs> I love being interviewed. That would be amazing. Yeah. What was your last interview? I'm sorry. What was my last interview? Yeah. Why are you repeating the question? Like you need more time to think about it. <laughs> well, I'm just shocked. I mean, I, you know, I have so many. It's so hard. I mean, the other day I was in a cafe and I was interviewed actually. Um, the young man working there said, um, would you like, what would you like to drink? And right. that was a profound interview because I felt that the answers I gave were really reflective to the point I am in my life. That's fair. Okay. All right. Well, let's sort of, let's take that energy mm-hmm. into this episode and, um, you know, we'll, we'll dedicate it. We'll take it. Well, I'll put a th- uh, thing up on the beginning that says dedicated to the queen. Thank you. And, uh, and yeah, here, I'm going to go ahead and play the um, theme song from the show. I've, I've been told that we are, we're no longer on, um, whatever streaming service we were on last week, uh, that we're now on Paramount Plus. Oh yes, Paramount Plus, where they have Survivor. Yeah, but we are for some reason they have put us in the Nickelodeon section. Oh. Of Paramount Plus, which is interesting. But here, let's. I'm gonna go ahead and play that, and then we'll get started. I'll cut all this oh, out. Lovely. Okay.
Hello, welcome into Fanny Falls Demon Hunter, the official rewatch podcast. I'm Topher Jason. I'm the one and only Letty Lamora coming to you live from London, England. I think that you should go ahead and start saying Lady Letty Lamora. Well, I haven't yet been knighted with this new, this new male queen. I'm not so sure I will be. I was getting pretty close to the last one. You know, I remember that you used to actually do really well with the male queens in Chicago. Yes, oh, I love them. I yeah. love them. We go out all the time. Go to go to the gay village and and dance <laughs> the night away at Roscoe's and that um that place his name I can't spin. Spin, yeah. They call it Boys Town, not the Gay Village, by the way. Oh, we used to call it the Gay Village. Although that also might not have been official, and that might have been a thing that we said on set. Oh, okay, yeah. The, we called it the Gay Village. Yeah, the Gay Village. I do remember also that's what you called that M Night Shyamalan movie when it came out. The Gay. To village. me, the creatures were so very gay. I thought it was very obvious. It was, yeah, it was subtext. That you know, he always puts a twist in his movies, and I think that that was sort of the secret twist of that movie. Well, I think the twist of every Every movie is that the characters are gay. Oh, into every movie. I believe so. Even films I've been in, I I, that's, I play every single role subtextually as if, you know, she has a secret and her secret is she's gay. Okay, let, let me, I'm scrolling through your IMDb here. So let me just ask you about Oh, that's couple. so long. I, mm, <laughs> I exactly. could be the fool that has to read through my IMDb. It's so uh, seven titles. Then... <laughs> no, there should be many more. Well, there's a lot of self where it's like woman interviewed on the news as self. Those are all worthwhile appearances. <laughs> some, and then like some of them under the self section, it says some woman next to Cairo Alexander at a movie premiere. It does not say some woman, surely. I mean, for, for you, as people would ask me, you know, who, is, who is that piece of arm candy you're with? No one knew who he was. Right. That was back in the day, of course. Yeah. Now, now but so you say a lot of your characters were gay. It says you were a voice um, in uh, Dis- Disney's Planes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I had to voice a delicious little helicopter in Planes. <laughs> The helicopter's name was Kevin. It was very strange, you know. And, and so I, you know, I played it as though I was, yes, in love with other helicopters. Which in this world, helicopters are all boys. Yes. Or, or yes. girls? Well, they're all, you know, in, in, the, in the lore of planes, planes <laughs> and helicopters fell in love. You know, I was the sassy friend that told the leading lady helicopter, you know, um, oh, what do you see in him? Right, you know? right, right. So, Girl, you have got to dump him. Was like, yes, yeah. yes. Very, yeah. obviously very gay. Okay, all right. Because so you... she's saying, because she, Kevin the helicopter was saying, you have to dump the plane to date me. Uh-huh. So that's how yeah. I played that. And I, I thought, I, I mean, the critics, I think they got it because they, they called my performance um, very fun. Oh, you're, they were specifically talking about your performance when they said that? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, the move, the film as a whole bombed, but, you know, my performance was very fun. It's funny that you voiced a helicopter, and yet now I know your husband, the famous director, Kyra Alexander, mm-hmm. is making a movie um, that's like the Fast and the... That's... Um, it's not like the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> it is a spinoff of, uh, the, the I believe, the last film that was released where they went to space uh-huh. and it, it is called um, the, the sp- 
speedy and the sexy. Right. And they're about to, you know, they're going to fly in the air. They're going to go to space. They're going to steal VCRs. <laughs> you know, it's a really, it's a reboot, if you will. Yeah, but of course the twist, the twist is, you know, he's sort of a Shyamalan in his own right. The twist is that there's no people in this one. It's all the cars just doing yes. stuff on their own. Because that's really what people want to see. They want they want to see cars. I mean, that's why I go to those movies or sneak into yeah. them is because I, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love the cars. I don't, you know, the acting, like none of those, none of those actors have been nominated for an Oscar for that movie. You know what I'm saying? But the cars would yeah. be if they had a category for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so should. <laughs> they should. I've, I've said that. I'm, you know, I've been campaigning the Academy for years for that. But it's just interesting that you voiced a helicopter and yet he's he's still not giving you any of those um, any of those parts as a car. Oh, no, I'm um, I'm a consultant on this film. And what are you consulting? Well, obviously, my my helicopter knowledge. Okay. And I have flown on many airplanes. I know how this works. Uh, so even though this is just like mostly cars, like you're you just sort to, of. Why, why don't you understand about this? I'm a, I'm a film consultant. I mean, I mean, come on, I mean, it's not hard. It's not hard to understand. So you're just consulting on things like motors, things that cars and helicopters have in common, like motors. They need that for films for the authenticity. Steering. You tell them like, hey, if you steer to the left, it goes to the left. Absolutely. Okay. You'd be surprised how little actors know. Oh, no, I don't think I would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's true. That's true. Very true. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. But, um, yeah. you know, he he did offer me a part as one of the cars, uh, a bus, actually. I haven't, I haven't, he didn't tell me that. Oh, really? No. Well, I'm hoping that when I make my way over, you know, of course, I'm, I'm trying to make my way over to London to visit you, as you told me to do 22 years ago. I don't uh, think I said that. You did, yeah, at the rat party 20, it's 25 years ago now. I didn't uh, even live in London then. I know, but you so just said, wherever I live, come visit me. Oh, God. You know, I was on a lot of angel dust because of the house parties that we Oh, hell, we were all young, weren't we? Yeah. Yes. So those kitten play parties. Things, <laughs> those kitten play parties were full of angel dust. Yes, I don't know if we meant everything we said and did. I did. I meant all the things that I said. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but I said a lot of things in particular about um you know my thoughts about the iran-contra dispute you know what do we have going on today on the podcast oh yeah yeah yeah. that you should get into that that's fair um so we you know we're going to be talking about the episode uh cellular generation today and we have Mm. uh, in fact why don't we go ahead and bring on our guest uh oh right it should be a treat for frankly all of us i think we all could use the the boost this week um we had a a a super fan contest (laughs) Uh, I believe it was an essay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yes, it was MLA cited and everything. And uh, and we and we have our our winner here today. The the biggest the biggest Fanny Falls demon hunter super fan that there is. She made it here on the podcast, and we're so happy to have her to turn the tables a little bit and find out what the fans think of the show and what questions they have. Uh, joining us uh, today is Brittany Boxleitner. Hello. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this is happening. I'm Hi. so excited. Hello. It is, it Hi. is happening. Hello. I am the number one Fanny Falls fan. So excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Uh, tell us a little about, about yourself, Brittany. Where are you from? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Topher Jason. <laughs> <laughs> This is so crazy. I um my name is Brittany. I'm 25 years old and I am the number one fa- Fanny Falls demon hunter fan. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. 
Hi, yes. but what, what is, what's the rest of your life? I mean, yeah, do, uh, do you have any life outside of watching the show that was not airing? Not really. Oh. Not really. So um, from the time of my birth, 1997, up until 2013, me and my mom were held captive in a bunker. And... <laughs> So not awesome. much, not much of a life. And I, 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 that we had, we didn't have much, but what we did have was Fanny Falls, Demon Hunter, season one on, <gasps> and stuck on on our TV. So I watched a lot of that again. But you had again. one of those deals where the TV gets stuck showing one show. Yeah, and yeah. then the repeat from from that. So, uh, yeah, safe to say I've. <laughs> seen a lot i've seen a lot of the show i'm so thrilled to hear that we are what kept you safe in that bunker yeah That's, yes you know, I didn't no. have friends, so I had um, demon hunters. Mm. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah. And your uh, room was based on on you guys, the Brie Larson movie. Not quite sure what. Okay, that's fair. That's um, fair. That's totally. I don't, I've never met a. I've never met a Brie. Um, mm-hmm. I never met a Brie I didn't like. Oh, come on. Stop this. Oh, behave. Uh, We love party. We love party cheeses. Oh, it's a cheese. Yes. See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about... Oh, my God. Yeah, I got to... I mean, I always believed that our our show, that my Mm -hmm. acting specifically, had the power to change lives. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like I did that. I'm just so excited because, man, do I have some questions for you guys oh yeah mostly yeah. about what the world was like while yeah. we were locked away <laughs> oh the just in general you know like the late 90s early 2000s absolutely yeah because yeah. you really you got out just in time for the trump presidency well, you got out yeah 2013 it was like one direction big <laughs> huge yeah that's definitely what i remember yeah mm. the greatest decade the 20s. i remember a lot but for gravity. the yeah, but you sort of missed Obama. Is that another cheese? <laughs> well, he was president for a couple of years when you mm. were out in the world. But yeah, you you know, I, I guess you missed low-rise jeans. Uh-huh. Apple bottom jeans, certainly. Boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. Fun. Yes, that sounds like so much fun. Actually, it was quite painful. Emotionally damaging for many in a generation. I have a lot of emotional damage, so I'm yeah. sad I missed out on that. Yours cannot compare to that of jeans being <laughs> shitty on your body. You're probably wondering like what, how Ally McBeal ended and, and all that stuff. I mean, have you been able to catch up on on the things that you were sort of new before then? I, I, I was born in my little house. I, I, was, I was born in 1997. Um, I've never known a world outside of Santa oh. Falls Demon Hunter. Okay, right, right, or, right. you know, so you Fanny Falls Demon question, Hunter. Where were you on 9-11? And that's actually a question that I had for you guys. Oh. What was that like? <laughs> well, don't get, first of all, don't get Letty started. I don't know if it even happened, you know? <laughs> oh, Wow. And uh, honestly, Letty, whatever, you tell me. Yes, you know, uh, these towers that came down, but did they really, I mean, it just, it's, it was, the way it looked, it looked so much like Independence Day, the film, uh, a film I'm not sure that you also would have seen. Haven't seen seen it. With love and opportunities. You know, I mean, and so I guess if you were to say, where were you when you found out this was happening? You know, Mm -hmm. I was at the mall. I was in my bunker. Um, did it? Uh, oh, we didn't know. I didn't know it was happening until 2013. And then when we came out, they were like, "Here's all the stuff that you missed." 
Oh, I was returning pleather pants at Hot Topic. Mm. I was, uh, I was, uh, I was, of course, in New York. I was selling masks, uh, you know, for twenty dollars. Uh, sort of like fa- breathing, fa- you know, face masks. We're all very familiar with them now, but of now course, at the are, time, yes. at the time, they were a novelty, so I was able to sell them for twenty dollars. Oh, how convenient! <laughs> but you were in, you were actually in New York when it happened. You're saying. Yeah, yeah, I was. Selling the one all... most precious thing that people needed. Exactly. It was sort of what really made me feel needed, you know, which was a very good time for me. I think of 9-11 as a very good time for me. <laughs> I don't know that that's something that you really want to say. What do you care? You don't even believe it happened. You said that on our episode that came out September 12th. Well, I'm aware. Okay, and I was locked in a bunker for all those years, and even I know that's too soon. You know, I will not be disrespected when the queen has died so recently. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I, I guess I do want to ask Brittany. Like, I don't want to get too far into your um, in the weeds of your your um, your trauma. But mm-hmm. has this has this person were you locked by a person? Absolutely. Yes, okay. And, and well, my mother was, and then and and is she? Um, I assume it was, a, it was a woman who locked you in, or. It was a man. Oh, wow. You wouldn't think so. Why wouldn't so, you think so? She was born in the bunker. I just don't think a man would, would do that kind of thing. It, it, it would be a man to make me watch my, my favorite show, Fanny Falls, Demon Hunter, again <laughs> and again and again. And love yeah. it. That's fair. You know, I just believe, you know, you know, maybe if your mom had found a nice guy, you know, <laughs> then, then maybe stuff like this wouldn't happen to her. But um, um, what? Well, she's on OKCupid right now, if anybody would like to. Oh, she, got, nice. she, got, she hit the ground running. She went right back out there, put herself in the dating pool. I, on the other hand, when I came out of the bunker, I quickly uh, decided I'm going to catch up on all the things I missed because I'd only ever watched Fan- Fanny Falls Demon Hunter. I'd only yeah. ever watched it. Um, and so I was like, "There's, there has to be more. So I'm, I'm working my way. Have you back. found more? I mean... I found more other shows, other shows yeah, to like watch. like what? What different. are you into now? Right now, I'm really watching a lot of Citizen Kane. Um, <laughs> a lot of it. A lot of it. Over because and over again? It's kind of like, it's what I'm used to, you know? I get it. Maybe you guys don't watch it because you weren't stuck in a bunker for your whole life. But for me, I like to watch something again and again and again and again and again, just like I did with oh, Annie Falls Demon like- Hunter. So I I'll watch it see- about 16, 17 mm. times on repeat before I can actually be like, yeah. You get it. I, I thought it. you were saying that you related to the film, and I thought that was quite odd because he wasn't in a bunker. He was actually... Um, a wealthy media magnate. But in a way, Charles Foster Kane was in a, a bunker of his own making where he was sort of self-isolated. And that's that's why the only thing that he cared about was that sled. Spoiler, I guess you've seen it. So you know you've it was a it sled. You've seen it 17 times, yeah. yeah. I've seen it, oh, I know, yeah. You know Rosebud was a sled. Yes. Uh, so I guess okay, spoiler well, spoiler I haven't figured out what else. that means just yet. But <laughs> I think by the 20th time, I'll figure out the sim- symbolism or the okay. imagery. So this, so this man who locked you in, does, has he been brought to justice? um no you know you were brought in this fantasy world where you're watching fanny this person's not so are they still do they still have a bunker with people in it no the people he still i think he's still you know we don't really keep in touch but we really um Mm -hmm. he still has the bunker probably yeah you don't know about his home modeling yeah it's probably there and i uh he right now we're just kind of like we'll see you later we didn't we thought best to just distance ourselves you, you from this You said, we'll man. see you later to your captive, yeah. yeah. You threw up yeah. the deuces. You said, we're <laughs> bye out. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audi. Bye-bye, I can't wait to try a Big Mac. And that was actually my second question for you guys. What is a Big Mac? 
Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I can field this one. Yes, do it's, it. Yeah, it's two all beef patties, a special <laughs> sauce, lettuce, cheese, mm. pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Let me just write that down. Sesame yeah, write that seed. down. But you don't have to know the ingredients to order one. And that's and that's actually something that someone who's never been held captive in a bunker for most of yeah, their life. Yeah, exactly. Letty, I need you to be a little more sensitive to Brittany's sort of No, she condition. said she didn't know. She was writing the ingredients down for reasons that I could only guess meant she was going to order them one by one at the McDonald. Yeah, have you been ordering all of your your meals like ingredient by ingredient? I didn't know there was another way. Okay. And honestly, Laddie, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. They, you know, they say never meet your heroes, but here I am meeting them. And so it's yeah. just like, I'm, I learned, I didn't expect to learn so much. Yeah. I know. I can't, it must be such a thrill for you to be here with numbers uh, uh, four and nine on the call sheet from oh. Fanny Falls Demon Numbers Hunter. four and nine on my oh, best friend list too. So oh. don't, don't ever forget Aww. that. That's so nice. I see the poster you have uh, in the background. I was third on the call sheet. Thank you very much. Were you third? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think there was a contract negotiation around, probably around this point in the season hmm. uh, where you, I think things had broken bad between you and Sol- you know, you and Solomon who played the mummy. Of course, you know that, Brittany. Solomon Buckton, who played uh, the mummy, were, had a, a torrid affair that sort of broke bad here. And you insisted. What? Something broke bad as if we, we suddenly started doing meth. <laughs> That's yeah, a television you- series that you wouldn't know about. It's called Breaking Bad, about a couple of... A rambunctious meth heads that get cancer. Wait, you and Solomon were dating outside of the show? Um, guilty as discharged. Yes, we were. (laughs) Dishonorable as discharged. (laughs) It was, yeah. So, you know, of course, on the show, Solomon was dating Fanny. Or sorry, of course, Nathan. Are you okay with this information, Brittany? And just kind of changing a lot of how I, you think you know these people who you grew up with. Yeah. we had lives that weren't the characters right exactly well i did it so yeah i guess that's true so also well, accent freak you out you're doing fine with the with the accent right oh i'm doing yeah. fine absolutely okay. um, just happy so, to be here with my i was so happy to be chosen for this contest <laughs> yeah on the show on the show you know uh, nathan solomon who played nathan was dating fanny you know played mm-hmm. by thora but of course in real life Thora and i were dating and we you? got married <laughs> i know yeah, i know that was that was in our vows Okay. Was, was she looked at me and said you just like you said it just now yeah so like I'm, I said, I'm, we did a lot of pcp then yeah i'm yeah. very used i'm very used to that reaction and yeah. you know well it's not really relevant but i will mention of course i was also married to tara reed uh briefly in 2007 oh from sharknado love yeah. that movie <laughs> yes, from sharknado was that in the bunker with you? No, it was just one of the first things I watched when I freed myself. I said, uh, okay. this world is kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> sharks in the sky. I'll check it out. They okay. become tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so you guys have broken up. And so I think you insisted as part of the breakup that you get bumped ahead of him on the call sheet. I believe it no, was. No, I was third. Yeah, it was Thora and then Brett who played uh, Miss Thickness and then, and then you eventually uh, for this episode only. And then I think you got bumped pretty swiftly down to seven after an argument with Colby, the show creator. Well, you may not know this, uh, Brittany, but Colby, Colby Clementine created the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you saw her name. In the uh, many times. Yes, yes. Many, okay, many, many yeah. times. Yes. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm just trying to figure out what level of disbelief you know we're working. Well, she with. probably yeah. listened to the first episode of the podcast. That's how she got on here, where she heard Kobe 
um, yeah. berate us. Yeah. Um, Sexually um, harass us, threaten mm-hmm, violence on us. It, it was yeah. really a lot like our time on the show with her. It really was. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you yeah, want to talk I, about your, your essay that you submitted? Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I I definitely listen to the podcast. Love, yeah. love it. Thank you. Love yeah. it every week. It comes out so so fun. Um, and and that is that is how I found out about the contest through through the podcast um, yeah. that uh-huh. I listened to. I mean, for... we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but I, I see what you're saying. It was on the socials. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's on our socials. <laughs> so anyway, this, uh, the the. The topic of the essay was what does Fanny Falls Demon Hunter mean to you? And so I really took the demon hunter and kind of ran with that on my mm-hmm. own personal demons of being locked in a bunker for wow. from the years 1997 to 2013. So yeah. I, I kind of did a little my life, you know, because Fanny was, was hunting demons and I was also hunting demons of my own. Yeah. Um, never having seen the sky until I was... <laughs> Oh wow, that's a big demon. That's a very big demon. Until I was a, yeah, I was uh, a teenager. But in the plus side, you were 16 when you got out. So I imagine you got that driver's license, baby. <laughs> I did. I did. Yes. No, I was. And that, that's the first thing after I watched Sharknado. Uh, the second thing I did was <laughs> jump in a car. Um, jump in a car. You said, oh, sky, car. what's that? I said, I got to I got to see more. I got to uh, see more. Um, yeah. And then started the panic attacks. Uh, <laughs> oh, those will come. Those, they will, and they did. See, I, I um, have those as well, but they come when I, when I, you know, when I, I think, oh, will I ever get another role again? You know, that's how this business works. It just throws totally. you into a panic. It's the yeah. same it's the thing. same. I love that. I love to connect. I can't yeah. believe I'm connecting with you right now. About this. this is so crazy. Your stars are just like you. <laughs> yeah, I have panic attacks. That's a great well point. <laughs> They are oh, thanks. Just like that's me. A, it's, it's from a magazine, but you wouldn't you wouldn't know that. Um, oh, I can't read, so I wouldn't. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> so okay, so you don't know. So then I imagine your mom just told you that says created by Colby Clementine. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Amazing that your essay was so good. Oh, I can write beautifully. I just. Uh... <laughs> oh, you can write, but you can't read. And then oh. you just take it on faith that it says what you think it says. <laughs> well, I wrote it, so that's a good point. Yeah, because I didn't actually see your essay. I think it was maybe Letty, your agent, that selected. Wait, you guys didn't read it? No, you guys can read though, right? Yes, but it was read to us, so I I don't know if you dictated it. I famously, by the way, can't read and and um, get the wolves that uh, that used to live with me to read the scripts uh, that I get. They they did not. They said that it was a good essay. Oh. Okay. And I have a PhD in English literature from DeVry University Online. Oh, Which is amazing. interesting because they normally do that's things amazing. like TV VCR repair. No, not this time. Sort of technical, like ITT tech not type things. Okay. A doctor. I am a doctor. A doctor now. of literature. Yeah. Wow. Still didn't read my essay. I did. Oh, I did read locked it. In, locked in a basement for years. No it one was read, read it. to me. It was read to me. <laughs> Again, yeah, the wolves read it to me and someone read it to Letty, I'm sure. Right. I'm just okay. busy, you know. Thank I was you. in, I was in Thanks, Well, I guess, do you have a couple questions you want to get, get to us before we jump into an ad break here? Yeah, Um. we, we already crossed off the um, 9-11 one. We definitely <laughs> covered the <laughs> Big Mac one for covered, sure. Yeah. For sure. Big Mac. Uh-huh. I feel very confident on Big Macs. Um, and then the, I just had one more question and it was, which one of, which one is your favorite Beatles from the, from, from the group? We went to live then. Oh, you know that? 
I mean, she, I, I mean, no. Britney was born when our show was on the air. But of but course, she... we all have favorite Beatles. You mm. know? Yeah. You know, of course. Mine is George Harrison. Oh, those Beatles. Okay. Spiritual. He was very spiritual. On the set, I, I ran a little um, sort of uh, flea circus with a with a collection of stink beetles, and I, I thought that's what you're asking about. Oh. Uh, yeah, they would sort of dance around and, and, th- and squirt their little stink out, uh, mm-hmm. and I would make it spell. I would make it spell different things, you know, depending on what if it was a corporate gig or not. Did you name them? Um. Yeah, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. <laughs> so could you tell us? See- because I'm like going back in time. I'm, you know, there's so much to cover. There's so much history for me to learn. And so right now I'm in the 60s um, and I'm learning oh. about the Beatles. So uh, oh, that's wow, why yeah. I thought maybe, maybe my, maybe my third and ninth best friend might have an opinion on it. But I guess oh. maybe that's a stupid question to ask now. No. no. I mean, I live in London. Hello, Beatles. la la We have many skirts and boots. I mean, oh, do you on. hang out with them in London? No, they're unfortunately mostly dead they're half dead what yeah yes, yes. they're like me before my coffee half like dead. ringo is dead certainly you ringo would think so but quite alive yeah ringo will outlast the cockroaches oh i'm pretty sure God. he's okay. actually the most youthful of the two that are left yeah okay. i know that you uh you had a story about you worked with ringo letty on a well, was that a movie or a show or a song yes. i don't remember it, well it um it was a musical episode of a Bollywood series that was canceled. Cool. Uh, it was called Chai There. Like, hi there, Chai There. Right, right. Um, and so, yeah, we had a dance number. Um, you know, he's got two left feet. <laughs> I mean. I did right. not know that about Rina. Well, well, he is left-handed. That's canon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that I don't know if that plays in here. Yeah, so he can't really dance and it was, you know, it was really frustrating and he kept blaming it on me. But of course, I was a perfect dancer. And he said, you know, um, you, you know, you can't can't do anything with this one. You know, she's an idiot. And I said, you're the one that's not dancing. That is so cool. I know. Was it that you said they're just like us? The stars are just like us. Yeah, I wow. know. It's so true. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So um, I'm going to get you a subscription to Us Weekly. I, I, Brittany, I think that you would really like that. It'll keep you informed about the new business yeah. of Hollywood. Can you send someone uh, to read it to me? Absolutely. Yeah. Because <laughs> nothing keeps people informed like the modern medium of magazines. <laughs> uh, really up to up to the two weeks ago yeah. news oh, of Hollywood. Right. All right. Well, I think we're going to, uh, this is a treat, Brittany, but we're going to, we're going to jump into a fan favorite episode here. Yeah. Uh, so episode six, of course, of 13, mm-hmm. uh, Cellular Generation. Cellular Generation. That's right. You know it. And we're going to jump into that. We're going to listen to clips from it. We're going to talk all about it with super fan Brittany Boxleitner coming up right after this on Fanny Falls, Demon Hunter, the rewatch podcast. Okay. Let it. Letty, you you just have to read the things that are in bold on the copy or else the wolves will get, they do get very mad. Okay. What are you talking about? For the, for the ad read. What do you mean? I, I read my line. I know you're very good at, you're very good at lines, but just, if we don't say exactly the things that they want us to say here, they, well, I will. improvise. I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry that I studied at the groundlings. We can improvise. We can improvise around it, but there are certain things, the things in bold, we have to say those. 
Okay, fine. Okay, I'll cut all that out. Don't worry. Um, our sponsor this week is Wolf Wine, wine made by the lovely wolves of Wolf Canyon, uh, California, uh, beautiful, right outside of Bakersfield. Um, Ooh, yum, wine is so tasty. Okay, they're going to be so mad that you laughed through that, but a farce. I'm sorry. No, okay, no, 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 no. I'll do it, I'll do it we'll, again. We'll... Okay. Oh, wine is so tasty. You gotta say yum. Yum. Thank you. I'll I'll put it together like you didn't without the break. Of course, you know. Do I know these wolves? Yes. Um, but that does not change the fact that uh, this wine is uh, delicious and is no more than twelve percent wolf urine. Yum. <laughs> gobble it up in your gullet if you want to yeah it's that's the 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 wolves are very clear that you only have to drink this if you want to it's the first wine to be uh, really expressive about consent you can find it wherever you find most cleaning products or um uh, bass pro shops uh where you can find uh you know sort of things to put out like duck urine to track ducks or whatever (laughs) Inside of you, there are two wolves, and they both want wine. Haba haba awuga. Uh, the wolves uh, are not, in fact, trying to make a play for this gut for the government of the United States. And if you think that, that's uh, wrong. And you don't need to worry that the wolves are trying to use me as their puppet figurehead to uh, overthrow the government. What's wrong? Do you have to read every single thing that the wolves told you to? Because this feels bad. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad. I mean, the wolves. You know, are they hot on my trail? As are they mad that I left Bakersfield, California, and that I'm trying to come travel to you? Yes, but I, I'm not worried about you know their attitude. For example, don't get me wrong. Some of them are quite testy you know some of them can be quite cranky if they don't get their wolf wine in the morning and that's actually the next line that you need to read jump jump to the end i guess of this farce okay don't even talk to me before i've had my wolf wine uh wolf wine we promise is made by wolves uh for the wolf in you and has is not affiliated with the wolf of wall street uh jordan Oh my God, Letty, I think one of the wolves is... Oh no, I'm under attack. I I told you to read what they said. But I didn't want to because it's stupid. (laughs) They are bad writers, the wolves. Oh my God, Letty, I can hear that they're getting closer. Just do me a favor, just lock your door real quick and then we'll finish the episode. I'm on the second story, am I in trouble? Yes, the wolves can climb, yes. You have a lot of ivy outside your chateau. Since when did wolves climb? (laughs) My wolves, I taught them how to climb. Why have you done this thing? I taught you them how to climb. I taught them how to read. Puppet. Bye. <laughs> Tear down humanity. And now you're teaching them to climb? What is this, ninja warrior? Oh my God, your ocelot, I can see, is on guard. Your ocelot. Yeah, you the... be on guard. <laughs> he is, yeah, the fur is all standing up. His hackles are up. Oh my God. Please don't put your ocelot out tonight, okay? All right. Promise all right, me. All right. All right. I believe we're, we're, we're all in the clear. <laughs> Cairo shot one of them. What? No, that's our sponsor, Letty. <laughs> they were climbing up my walls. We need that money. 
They they made a global siren go off to come and get me. I mean, how is that not terrifying? Okay, so, and also it's not. I mean, it's not American money or British money that they're giving us. It's it's um a collection of uh, sticks and wolf droppings. This is a really bad business. Well, we need sponsors. Hey, if you want to sponsor the show, hit us up uh, on social media. And in the meantime, do get yourself it's uh, sold exclusively uh, in six packs. Uh, wolf wine and wolf wine coolers now available for if you want your your wolf uh, urine sorry I said that wrong wolf wine uh, cool you can get it in a wine special six pack of wine coolers <laughs> and, and do me a favor read that one last part in bold okay fine oh you're gonna love 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 it it's great but not like in a tiger way in a wolf way oh and we're back here on the Fanny Falls Demon Hunter, the podcast, here to talk about episode six, uh, Cellular Generation. Uh, this, like all the, like many of the episodes, was uh, written and directed by Colby. So it's, this is an episode that's largely about cell phones, Letty. What do you know about cell phones, Brittany? Cell phones, um, I love, I love them. You know, yeah. I, was seemed, I was very excited for Fanny when she got a cell phone because it was the first one I'd ever seen. Um, they seem very cool and useful for calling people for help. Um, I <laughs> wish I would have had one. Right. Yeah. I bet that looked yeah. like an absolute dream to you to be yeah, able to call so cool. for anyone. Yeah, that would be very cool. It seemed cool to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I've often thought that, you know, when cell phones first came out and I was walking home late at night, you know, after a long night of doing whatever I will, because I have to <laughs> do so and go places. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'd be like, oh, my God, I wish I could, you know, call a friend on my way home to make this go faster. And so I understand. I understand that feeling. Yes. Do you have friends? I mean, I know that we are your friends, Brittany. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, how's do your mom? Friends. Do you talk to your mom still? Yeah, I do. I have friends. I, Athora is my friend. Solomon is my friend. Letty, my friend. Of course, yeah. in, in a um, manner of speaking. You've never... You, you right, Bill Gerson is my friend. So is Diane Scully. Um, right. Oh, you're friends with even Diane, who only yeah. played only played Miss Lickness wow. on one episode. That's one episode that I watched many, 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 many times. That's true. That's true. Uh, so for Jason is my is low on my list of friends. Yeah, number um, nine he on, is the on the call list friends. of yes, friends. Yes, absolutely. And that's, and that's it. Okay. Oh, those are my friends. What more? Uh, that seems like a pretty good group of friends to me, if you ask me. That's a great group of friends. Thank you so much. I, I do need and to You say guys are all friends too, right? Yes, in real life. We hang out. Um, what are the demons like in real life? I've always wanted to ask that question. <laughs> well, you know that the demons are um, fantasy, that none, mm-hmm. none, none of the things you see are real. They're played by different no. actors. Of course, James Gandolfini a couple weeks ago played a demon manibus. Um, they had you costumes know. and prosthetics. Yeah. You know, it's like they, Halloween. But, but when Fanny hunts them, they die in real life, right? Oh no, no, that was that was acting. Okay. <laughs> you, okay. You, processing this information. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Anyway, um, I've always wanted a cell phone. <laughs> well, yes, the magic of television gave you one, <laughs> kind of in a way. Kind of in a way. Okay, well, why don't we just jump right into this first clip from the episode? Uh, this is the episode opening, 
And uh, in this clip, we have pretty much the whole gang. We have uh, Jasmine, uh, Letty, of course, Charles, Fanny, Miss Thickness, and they are uh, doing research, trying to find out some information on the professor. Uh, of course, in our last episode, we found out that the professor cursed Nathan thousands, thousands of years ago into being a mummy. And so because of that, we now have we now know that he's been around for a long time. So that's where we start. We'll jump into this clip and uh, we'll be back on the other side of it on Fanny Falls, Stephen Hunter at the podcast. What are we looking for with these books again? Any mention of the professor. Now that we know he's existed for thousands of years, surely we can find some mention of him in recorded history. You know, when I lie and tell my parents I'm studying with friends, it's not usually so I can study with friends. Ugh. Jasmine, you're a witch. Can't you just do one of your little twinkle-dinkle things and search all the books at once so we can go call it a day and grab a hot dog? Ophelia, my little twinkle-dinkle thing is not a toy. My magic has to mean something. It's not just a fix-all to all of our problems. Every spell extracts a dark price. So you're saying we should order a pizza? I'll call in the order from the phone in the office. No need, Miss T. I got it. Whoa, Fanny, is that a cell telephone? My mom got it for me. I still don't think she's used to me walking around Chicago by myself. Of course, she don't know I'm the thing that scarers get scared of. Oh, please. Like, Chicago is so much more dangerous than you riding your tractor down a dirt road to the holler for a moonshine party in a quarry or whatever. Ophelia, one day we gotta have a talk about what you think Tennessee is. Oh, you're wearing a little barrel to the barn dance. Fanny, a cell telephone. Wow, your mother must be making good money writing those Snapple caps. As sure as vultures can fly for six hours without flapping their wings. That's one of her best Snapple caps. Frankly, I'm just surprised Ophelia let herself get beaten to a trend as hot as cell telephones. I don't believe in those things. They give you brain tumors. Don't you have a car phone? That's different. It's gas-powered. Hi, can I get two pizzas delivered to the high school gym? Pepperoni. Olives. Oh, and... And Canadian bacon. You know, in Canada, we just called it back bacon. We know. Thank you. God, the art in all of these old books gives me the hoobity jubilees. Like, I get that you had to do little drawings of demons destroying towns because disposable cameras didn't exist yet. But why go through all the trouble of drawing this creep still selling flowers in the town square while his city burns? Let me see that. It's him. Miss T, it's him. The creepy florist? I don't think he's actually selling flowers, Ophelia. Oh, so you're telling me he's an all-powerful, eternally evil being who just thought it would be fun to put on a striped apron? Hey, check this out. The Great Fire of London in 1666, but what? Look who's selling bonbons in the corner. That's not all. Here he is selling bread outside Sodom and Gomorrah in 1900 BC. Wonder if it needed salt. Okay, I cannot figure out what makes you guys laugh. Well, it appears our professor possesses a penchant for entrepreneurism. Well, then you can call me the Taft-Hartley Act of 1947, because I'm about to break up some businesses. 
Wow. Okay. Yay. Oh, thank you. Thank Amazing you. reference to the calf partly act. Yeah, takes cool. me back. Takes me back to my <laughs> bunker. You know. Back to you know. What do you think of when you hear that? Yeah. Where 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 does it put you when you when you watch this episode? Like where were you the first time you saw it? Do you remember? In my bunker. Um. You know, maybe in the the left corner, which was my favorite corner, um, to watch things in. Yeah, you know, I've, I've kind of seen this episode in every single inch of my um, my space that we had together, me and my mom. But um, yeah, it just takes me back. It takes me back. I, you know, I feel very trapped when I watched it, <laughs> when I watched it, when I was listening back to it just now, it reminded me. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get it. I used to live in a, in a loft that was only like 800 square feet. So I think I pretty much understand what you went through. Totally. I, I do want to say, I'm pretty sure we had um, like a sponsorship deal from Nokia for this episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. Because we um, all got phones for free. We did. Yeah. We say sell telephone a lot in this episode. That's not a thing anyone really ever said. Sort of. It's sort of what you called. You know, you'd say, uh, you know, reach me on my cellular. Or we'd say mobile. Yeah. Yeah, you would. As you sort of got more and more let's say continental yes i became very chic and sophisticated during this time um probably a lot to do with the fact that i had a cellular phone i mean that's true that's true again we all had them we were on each other's uh friends and family plan Mm -hmm. uh you guys were in my you know it was sort of a top eight which is interesting because i was number nine on the call sheet and so i was often not in people's top eight yes oh you know kids (laughs) And again, we only had like six or seven regular cast members. So yeah. Colby would often find ways to make me, to, she would find inanimate objects or, or um, you know, sort of extras and make them seven or eight on the call sheet. <laughs> well, a lot of times the extras were really good. Yeah, they, I mean, so, but, you know, I had lines and I was contributing to the plot of the show. Sometimes they ad-libbed lines and I remember Colby would go, oh, wait, that, I like that better. And the writers would be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, I, I do want to mention that uh, uh, I'm not in the rest of the clips you pulled because, of course, I have a B-plot uh, that goes throughout the episode. Do you want to talk about that? Brittany, you can talk about it if you want. It's, it's, I know it's, you've seen this episode a lot, so you probably... A, a lot, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was that thing that happened. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, with the cell phone. Um, give me just a second. Um, uh-huh. oh um yeah uh, the witch the witch is there the witch is there and she's yeah doing jasmine stuff yeah that's and... all in the a plot um but i have the b plot you probably mm. remember you've seen this episode a lot i have the b plot where yeah. uh it's in fact it's it's the the b plot to you know is sort of an ironic name for it because i was turned into a beekeeper turned into a bee you're turned into a beekeeper <laughs> yeah you yeah totally yeah you totally. remember of course i was a I beekeeper in this course. episode i had to keep uh there's a, a storyline where i had to uh, keep bees and raise them and make honey right. because um, we had to use real bees on set and that was disruptive that was an that was at the insistence of colby and it's great because not... I've ne- I, I had never seen a bee before <laughs> Wow. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So this is your introduction to bees. And cell phones. Yeah. Wow. Big episode. Well, yeah. 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 The, and so, and I remember like, I'm like, oh, I'm a beekeeper. Like, and I went to costumes and I was like, she, do you guys want to size me for the beekeeper suit? And they said, no, you're not wearing a beekeeper suit. You're going to, you're going to raw, raw dog it essentially with these bees. You know, I wanted to get that Tony Todd deal from Candyman where he got a hundred dollars every time he got stung by a bee. 
But in fact, some, something that Colby talked me into somehow is I had to pay her $100 every yeah, day. Because she said it was a moral failing every time you were stung. And she that, said that was yeah. curse on the show. Yeah, she said that if I had sort of been better at acting, then I wouldn't be getting stung because the bees could be true. me. That could be true. You know, bees, bees do respect someone with power and confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, do, what animals, like, are there animals or insects that you did meet down in your bunker? Yeah, we had, you know, we had some spiders. Um, Ooh, yes. we had, we had one chicken and, um, you had a chicken living with chicken? you? Yeah. <laughs> For all but, the 16 years. Well, most of them, most okay. of the 16 years. Yeah. Um, what happened to that chicken? As chickens do, um, they go to live on another farm filled with other chickens where they can run. And, um, you know, it was uh-huh. just like we were always trying to find a time to escape. You know, it was me, mom, the chicken. And uh, we were always just like one day we're, all three of us were getting out of here. And then one day um, the chicken got out. And, you know, we had always just been like, run, 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 just go wherever, wow. whenever you can. And so he, she got out first um, and just ran. Oh, yeah, never. And we we always we we kind of had a spoken agreement that whoever got out would come back for the others. But <laughs> was know. that quite painful for you? Absolutely painful. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. The chicken. The chicken never came back for you. That's not how you got out. No, that's not how we got out. No. Oh um, wow. Yeah. And that is, um, I think that's one of the chickens that was in the movie Chicken Run. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, I think it, it is. Yeah, and that was based on a true story, our story. Um, the they editorialized. Have- <laughs> They changed a lot. a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do remember. I now. have seen, yeah. I was ticked off when I saw that movie. Let me tell you that. But because yeah. <laughs> I did watch the movie um, a couple of times. But uh, yeah, I was pretty peeved at how they uh, how they did that. Yeah. Well, no, no worries. Um, any any other questions about this scene or th- this episode before we jump into scene two? Um, you know, I just think that. My other question would be, why, why did you and why did you and Thora get a divorce? It's wow. it's well trod territory that mm. um, I got. Oh, you covered it on the podcast before. Maybe I just yeah. hadn't listened to it. Maybe I just wasn't. I, I maybe I was just going into one of my spells and I missed oh. it when I listened because I listen all the time. Yeah, weird um, that you wouldn't have listened to it. It's your favorite. I listen. I also go into spells like that too. I listen. Yeah, I listen. I listen to the podcast every week. It's released on Tuesday afternoons. Right, drops on Mondays, but but she listens to it on Tuesday, right when it gets released. Yeah, and again, it gets released on Mondays. Um, (laughs) What What are your spells like, Letty? You were saying? Oh, sometimes when you're talking, I also, you know, just kind of blank. (laughs) <laughs> when I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it just happened just now. As soon as I opened my eyes, I watched your eyes glaze mm-hmm. over. Yeah. I opened my mouth, I watched her. Anyway. I just kind of have this thing when, um, it happens a lot of times on set, as an actor, whenever I don't have lines, I kind of go into a spell where I stop paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you would be looking at your phone a lot if you were doing off, and this is before the days of smartphones, so you would just be playing Snake. I was uh, looking, yeah yeah and I, there were snakes in the phones no 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 no, no there's no snakes in phones it's there was a like video game i've never played I, they look like so you're much safe. fun though. yeah you're <laughs> thank, safe you, thank you Lenny. don't worry thank you thank you um, yeah, so you know that's just kind of a thing that happens that's relatable well I, I guess i'll just say to answer your question that i did get in 
to a drunken fight with an inflatable snowman in our front yard because I was convinced that Thora was cheating on me. He was not it. doing well. <laughs> I wasn't doing well. I mean, she was cheating on me, but not with that snowman, but that's neither here nor there. And hopefully we'll have Thora on the show to talk about it, but I doubt it. And do you think that you'd ever consider a real career in beekeeping? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Thank you. It's a, you know, I never would have thought so, but now that I have been um, a part of an animal community, like, mm. like with the wolves, and of course my, um, I mean, you know, my agent, Letty, Sam uh, Wolfman, you see it in me, there was a little tie, he has the um, tufts of hair on his ears. Yeah, he does. Kind of, I feel like I'm describing a lot of agents, but <laughs> yes, I mean, so it's fair, if you it's fair if you don't remember, I mean, he says, I woo. Anyway. Mm. Yeah, now that now that I've done that, I think I would consider maybe being a beekeeper. I think that I could really make some friends. And maybe who knows? Maybe we get mm-hmm. a honey sponsorship out of the deal. Because I am, I I just rewatched quickly, silently on my um my screen the uh, the the beekeeping part just to remind myself. But it does definitely look uh like you're acting, which is fun. But so, I just was curious. Nice. Yeah. So weird that you need to remind yourself of something you've seen so many times. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, let's jump into episode two, or cl- rather the, the second two. clip. Oh, yeah, God. clip two of episode six. Uh, so this starts with uh, Letty, of course, you're featured prominently in the scene. This is, uh, you're in uh, Miss Thickness's office with Fanny and Miss Thickness, and you're sort of flipping through a magazine while they're talking about the professor. Uh, here we go. We'll jump into that now. So you guys haven't had any luck strong-arming small Chicagoland businesses trying to uproot the professor? Nothing. But on the plus side, I'm pretty sure if this whole demon hunting thing falls through, I'd make a crackerjack mob enforcer. Hello? Sorry, wrong number. I'm gonna get a snack from the vending machine. You gals want anything? I fly you by. (laughs) Nah, I'll get you something. Yes, this human vessel requires sustenance. What was that, Fanny? Some Dunkaroos and a tab, please. By the way, did I tell you I caught Mr. Delaney trying to look down my shirt when he was passing back our trig tests? Interesting. This vessel holds a lot of power. I guess you're right. Our feminine bodies are deeply powerful. We have to use them responsibly. I'm gonna blackmail him into bumping my test up a letter grade. I meant my body, human. The power in this vessel is greater than the rest. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Fanny Strong, Fanny Smash. And this vessel has... Devoted human friends. Human friends that trusted enough to sit with their back turned in a room with this many weapons. Fools. Time to die, human. Palulum dormiese. Huh? Jasmine? Why is Fanny unconscious? Fanny? Jasmine, I have one job, and I've trained for it literally my entire life, and it is to keep that girl safe. Start talking now. See the sword in her hand? Fanny was about half a second away from giving your office walls a new coat of Ophelia red. What? Fanny? Dear me, Ophelia, was she acting strange at all? I I don't know. Who's to say with Fanny? One minute she's saying that she's madder than a bucket of wet hens, and the next she's addressing me as human and calling Dunkaroo's sustenance. I've got an idea. Cactus Quarere. Is that... is that Fanny's brain? Are you magically projecting an image of Fanny's brain? What, what, what is this, like a black cat scan? Cool it with the witch jokes, Oaf. Ugh, 
PC culture has gone too far. What's that white mass on the left? That's the anomaly. Is it just me or... Is that right where Fanny holds her cell telephone to her ear? I told you those things give you brain tumors. It's not a tumor. It appears to be some kind of demon egg. The cell telephone has implanted a demon egg into Fanny's brain. Well, isn't that just the damnedest ventriloquism act you've ever seen? Actually, no. Remind me to tell you about the evil marionettes I had to battle in 88. Yeah, you and George Dukakis. Good one. Jasmine, can you remove it? Sure. It's not brain surgery, but I need quiet on set. If I'm going to do this, I have to concentrate. If Fanny's going to be out for a while, can I have her tab? Ophelia. Right? Sorry. Twinkle dinkle. I know where the professor's at. Wow, there it is. Amazing. Into Gosh. A, a lot there. I love Brittany seeing you react. It's almost, you know, you still react like you're watching it for the first time. That is, yeah, yeah, uh, it takes it takes me back. Absolutely takes so me back. A lot going on there. Of course, we we have we find the demon egg and Fanny's brain. You know, we've all felt that way, I guess, Definitely. you know. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I've definitely felt like there was a demon controlling me at some times. Absolutely. Can I can relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I feel when I, I'm trying to tell myself to stop uh, snacking on more popcorn, you know. The demon's <laughs> just making me do it. <laughs> so yeah. I can relate. Yeah, I often feel like feel like the wolves are controlling me via blackmail and emotional coercion. Well, they are. <laughs> I mean, who's to say, you know, one, one person's emotional coercion is another person's uh, perfectly healthy relationship. It's sort of what... Oh, I, I, okay, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely agree with that. You're right yeah. about that. See, like, you think that I'm some sort of crazy person, but, like, Brittany is the picture of mental health, and she agrees with the, all the things I'm saying here, so... She's the picture of mental health? The picture. Okay. Yeah. And I saw a picture for the first time in 2016, actually. Fun fact about me. It took wow. you three years to see a picture. I had other things going on. Yeah. Yeah. You saw the moving pictures, but you hadn't yeah. seen a still picture. An actual picture. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, you may not know this, but when you see a picture, when you see a, a movie, rather, you're actually seeing 24 pictures a second. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> sure, Tover. Sure. Okay. I know, I know that sounds I know like a lot of people lie to me, but I, I know when I'm being, the wool's being pulled over my eyes. Absolutely. Did you say wolf? No, wool, wool. Okay, okay, I don't want to hear those those ooh, howling, those ooh, that howling come ooh. from your side. No, please stop, 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 stop. Ooh, oh my god, ooh. the owls of a wool. <laughs> All right, well, I, I, we don't have a lot of time here, so why don't we jump right into our our final clip uh, from this episode? The gang is going to, of course, not me. I'm I'm busy uh, with my B subplot uh, at this point in the episode. I've I've sort of I, I'm mostly honey, and. Um, there's a, a a bear comes in to try and steal the honey from the bees, mm-hmm. yeah. and he just says, "Oh, I'll just suck it all off this guy." Like one of those. <laughs> yes, I believe that Colby wrote all of these scenes herself. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, even even if I can't remember if she wrote this episode, but I know she wrote these scenes. I know that <laughs> she wrote the episode, but she wrote those scenes. I remember they were they were on a, the. Yeah, the, the Colby colored paper. Yes, yeah, yeah. But so, so a bear comes in and sucks all the honey off me, sort of, sort of like a lollipop, you know, or like, like a, you know, like you do with M M&M, and Sometimes a peanut M M&M and M, where you just take off the candy shell and you just have the peanut. That's sort of what the bear did to me. You don't do that. Hmm. I eat it. I was, I wasn't allowed candy. Um, so, 
Mom was oh, strict. Okay. <laughs> okay, mom was strict in the bunker. <laughs> what, yeah, what did you guys eat? Chicken or egg mostly? <laughs> We've never eat chicken. Yep. Right. Tofer. right, right, of course, of course. Do you eat wolf for that's breakfast? Not funny. That's, okay, and that's, that's and that's and that's now, actually fucked up. That's actually that's how I feel. I think it's fucked up that you would say that. <laughs> that's our sponsor. I know we have a, um, we have a long history of friendship together, but right now you're getting on my you're taking me off, man. But okay, um, right. you know, yeah, we had you know we had. Podcast eggs and then we had um sort of you know, every shells. once in a while we get we'd get a, a piece of bread that was really fun and oh, good yeah you. um spiders. and it was actual <laughs> it was actual bread and not something that like your mom was just making from whatever was in the bunker no no sometimes our captor would come down and give us some bread um as a treat you know birthday treat piece of a slice of bread with a candle in it yeah yeah um you know i mean that actually sounds really fun so sweet i I mean it's fun to relive childhood memories sometimes that's i mean that's more than i've had you know that's more than anyone's done for me in my past 12 13 birthdays so Mm -hmm. it sounds that sounds kind of nice to me actually but neither here nor there uh let's go ahead and jump into this episode where um uh miss thickness jasmine uh, ophelia and fanny uh, go to confront the professor about how he's been putting demon eggs in everyone's heads uh, mm-hmm. from the cell phones. So scene three, the final scene from this episode. Big cliffhanger at the end. Spoiler alert, here it comes. So this is the cell telephone shop where your mom got that demon egg phone from? Has to be. It's not like there's a phone store on every corner of Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry, we're closed. Miss Falls, Miss Thickness, and you've brought new friends. Nice to meet you girls. You must be Ophelia and Jasmine. Quite a lot of power you've added to your little group, gym teacher. Damn skippity. Miss T, how does he know who we are? Oh, my dear girls, don't waste your time trying to figure out how I know things. I predate you. I'm your predator. And your predator. <laughs> How about that? Words are fun, aren't they, girls? Quit calling them girls, creep. My apologies. I guess when you're as old as me, everyone just seems young. Yeah, I heard you've been around for a long time. You cursed my boyfriend. Can you be more specific, my dear? I've cursed a lot of people's boyfriends. And you sold my mother a demon phone. I will, of course, offer a complete refund if you return the phone with its original receipt within 14 days. How many other people have demon eggs in their heads, Professor? I wouldn't worry about that, gym teacher. Soon it will be a moot point. By the time we're done talking here, my babies will be born and overtaking the greater Chicagoland area. Uh Uh-huh. And just out of curiosity, what's behind the big red door you're trying desperately to block with your body? Um, uh, that's for employees only. I'll fax you my references. It's great to be on the team. He's not really here. I think it's a hologram. No, he's live. I can sense that this is some kind of mystical projection, but there's some kind of twist? Psionic? Electronic. I was able to do some basic astral magic on a Canon XL1 digital video camera. It's easy to use point and shoot settings made it surprisingly simple. All the same. It'd still be the cat's whiskers if you would just leave now and not go in that door. Well, this is disappointing. 
the Queen Demon, Fanny. It must be her eggs the professor's been implanting through the phones. If you kill her... Oh, okay, good. You are on top of it. We're of the same mind. Boffo, Demon Hunter, you've averted my plan. All the demon eggs will be rendered inert. But if you think this is all I have on my sleeve, if you think I've spent centuries building my power to be thwarted by the likes of the Babysitter's Club, then you really haven't done your research. We've actually done an annoying amount of research. Do you think you could just tell us some stuff while we're here? Save us some time? <laughs> you know what? I do love offering a good deal. Here's your freebie. You're not the only one who recognizes strength in numbers. You didn't think I was working alone, did you? In fact, I think you may recognize one of my generals. Asmodeus, will you join me in front of the Canon XL1 digital video camera? Uh, hi. Listen, Asmodeus, is it? You seem like a really nice demon, but I don't think we know each other. I'm pretty sure I'd remember the tufts of fur, the red skin, the horns, the cloven feet, the evil demon eyes. Wait, were we in show choir together? I wasn't talking to you, Miss Falls. Hello, Misty. Who's Misty? I am. He's my ex. Miss T dated a demon? Miss T's ex is working with the professor? Miss T's first name is Misty? Wow. A, a lot to unpack there. Uh, big cliffhanger. We learn about Miss Thickness's demon former lover, Asmodeus. Mm. We'll and get that more her into name him. is Misty. I mean, don't that forget her, about that. <laughs> her first name is Misty. Wow. Um, we have sort of our first example of some product placement with that Canon XL1 digital video camera. Yes. A lot of money was was uh, chain, exchange hands for us to feature that so prominently. And it was it was amazing, you know, to have such a product to place. Yeah, and those those things were so convenient. You would record onto a little tape that was about this big, about the size of a, a cassette, you know, not a VHS cassette, but an audio cassette. Yes. And it was always so easy to play them later uh, and find, you know, find a way to play them. And find uh, new ones. And find, yeah, it's, oh, nice. yeah, so, yeah, so easy to, to replenish your stock of them. That's so convenient for everybody. Yeah. Yes. I do want to say, I think Guillaume, who plays the professor, I do think his British accent is much different than it was in episode two. I guess I the eagle-eyed listeners can. Yes. No, I mean, I, I've never noticed a change in his voice because his voice is always so alluring. It's like a, it's like a, it's hypnotizing even. Mm-hmm. You've never noticed a lot of people's changes in accents. No, I never have in my life. <laughs> For me. After watching so much, it's just like it it just becomes background. You know, what's what's wrong is right. And what's so, right you so never true. notice is wrong. So true. You know? Yeah. Again, you were you were doing some big uh gasps at the at the reveals there. Mm-hmm. Uh is it still surprise you? The show is still able to surprise you after all these views? I, I think I think so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like you every time you I rewatch Frankie Fan, Fanny Falls, it's like <laughs> something new comes up, something new that you never expected. Um, and that's kind of the fun of 
the fun of the show. Okay, and and your 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 captor. I don't, I guess I didn't ask this, but he gave you the the show, or or it was just sort of what was on the TV. No, he he gave us the show to watch, um, and he he was kind of his only thing to to only watch that that show and no oh, other interesting. show. Yeah. Well, I'm, very, I'm very pleased that you love it so much. Mm-hmm. One could turn their back on something like this. Okay, I I, I, just, <laughs> I mean, I may be going crazy, but I I I watched the show. I need you guys to know that I've I've watched it. I a lot. You did, you did call it Frankie Falls a second you ago. <laughs> Sorry, I misspoke, but I. Earlier, you seemed I, to be reading my B plot off Wikipedia. Well, maybe, maybe because it was something that I don't, you know, you forget a lot when you're locked in a bunker, and that maybe. Are you trying to get your own platform? I think this. I think she might be lying. Oh, I just tried. <laughs> Why would I lie? Why would I lie about being the number one fan of a a show that ran for thirteen episodes? <laughs> Why would I lie about that? So you could get on our, our our on our podcast with a dozen listeners and hope that maybe one of our agents or someone in Hollywood mm. will will give you your own lifetime original movie to make about your life in a bunker, which I don't anymore believe is real. Wow. 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 I'm just saying. Big you, know you know what, Letty? And I thought we were friends. And I we're thought. We're friends if you're honest. You want, I'll like be me, honest. I'm honest every day of my life. I'll be honest. I was trapped. I was trapped. My captor trapped me. And, and who? He, you're, who and he your made captor? me watch. He made me watch. Maybe not. And maybe not this show. But he did make me watch. Wait, what? Lots of shows. What? Hold on a second. My what? captor. My captor. Cairo Alexander. <gasps> no, he locked me lying. in a basement. And you he's, are lying. The, he's the one that told me to come on this podcast today. Okay, I didn't really write an essay. I can't read. I also can't write. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, he was the one to tell me to come on this podcast today. Sorry. Sorry, you Topher. Lying, sniveling little b- <laughs> I would never. You little two-faced troll. Cairo. It's true, and that's I'm here to warn you. I'm here to tell you. He's he trapped me in the basement for years. I didn't watch Fanny Falls. I watched One Tree Hill, and that's my (gasps) real super fan. But he couldn't get me on that podcast, so he put me on this podcast. Why in the world would he put you on this show? First of all, I doubt he even had a basement. Oh, he he had a basement, and I was trapped in it. Oh, he had a basement, did he? From 1997 (laughs) until 2013. Of course, we know he was living in a guest house at the time because he was uh, part of the guest house crew. We learned that in the last episode. But mm-hmm. um, so it was probably one of those guest house basements. So you're still doing um, favors for him? Yes. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> um, it's an interesting thing. This That's capture and <laughs> trapped person relationship. I He didn't mean it a lot of the time. Um, and, and I remember I said I got some bread so he was good to us and uh, uh he came to me and he said you need to help you need to help and you need to because no one signed up for this podcast uh this super fan meet and greet podcast event so you need to do it and i said <laughs> sure i'm just telling you what he's told me he said sure and that's the only reason that i was let out of the bunker because he knew one day there'd be a podcast and that no one would sign up for this <laughs> Yeah, I refuse to believe this, and I'm going to actually stand by my man and not believe women. 
Interesting. <laughs> That's really interesting. Okay. I, well, if I didn't know Cairo Alexander, how would I know? How would I know that his eyes are blue? Because how would I know that? Because you a picture of him on the internet. I've never, I didn't, I've never seen a picture until 2016. I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, I don't believe that, that is ago. real either. <laughs> I, Brittany, I, I want to say I do believe I, well, I, be, I believe everything you're saying. I, I do believe also that he wasn't able to get you on Pod Tree Hill, the One Tree Hill podcast, because that is uh, a tough ticket to go on. What I wouldn't give yeah. to talk um, some Nathan Haley relationship. <laughs> but like also, I and I want to say how messed up it is that you're still sort of doing favors for him and working with him in this way. But I got stung by 17 bees on this episode, cost me $1,700. And then I still came to work next week for Colby. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I get it, girl, is what I'm saying. You know, mm-hmm. I guess we, girl, I guess, girl, what I'm saying I'm is girl. girl. What? You're, you're trying to relate by going, girl, like, no. I get it. I don't think so. Listen, queen, I think that we have all. We've and all God rest there. the queen. And God rest the <laughs> rest queen and, and the queen bee who, who did die after she embedded her stinger deep. Here, you guys can see that stinger oh, is still, still there. there. Wow. wow. Yeah. Deep. On me. Uh, mm-hmm. from this episode from filming this episode that's a 25 year old stinger right there it's like uh, listen to the police album synchronicity it's got a 25 year old sting you know what i mean <laughs> um letty this is a this is a wild uh all i'm saying is talk to your husband and check your basement because there probably is another do- chicken down there somewhere i'm not gonna get out either of those things because you know i live in a chateau <laughs> And I don't have a basement. I have a cellar. So, okay. Check. Okay. And then, do you, do you ever, ever go down there? Do you ever, do you ever hear random clucking noises in the middle of the night? That's you say, hey, there's a chicken here. Hey, there's a well, loose, hey, where'd that chicken noise come from? I don't have a chicken. Ask yourself that. Well, it's an old house. Yeah. It's old settling. Like, do you ever like your ocelot comes up and he's like got feathers all around his mouth and stuff? Well, he eats all kinds of birds on the property. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. but this is slander, mm. and you will be hearing from our lawyer. We're not going to release this episode over my dead oh, body. We'll see what my agent Sam Wolfman has to say about yeah. it, and I'll talk to my lawyer too, Ronnie Wolfenberg. I'll um, talk to my lawyer too. Kyra, I mean, you can't have this. You don't have a lawyer. <laughs> Ky- Kyra is also your lawyer. <laughs> He's everything to me. I didn't even know he had a JD. Wow. Okay. He doesn't. This is all lies and slanders from this <laughs> sniveling little screw job who come onto this and she's just saying all these things and it's all fakery. Wow. It's all fakery because I know he wouldn't do this. He wouldn't jeopardize his career. He might direct a Marvel film next. Letty, I'm, tell- I'm just here to warn you. I'm here to warn you. I'm here to tell you. And I'm here to warn not- you that you better not say anything about my man. <laughs> Or I will blackmail the shit out of you. You know what? We're gonna wrap up here, and let me just read what I had written here. Um, yeah, we have to wrap up because I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, um, we were, uh, we were gonna have our question of the week from Twitter, but I figured, what does it say? since we had our biggest fan on the episode already asking us questions. Oh God, this is embarrassing to read now. Yeah, this is sorry. what the wolves told me it said, but um, we would skip the, the Twitter question of the week. So um, I, I guess let's, let's just wrap up. And of course we're not going to release this letty. Don't worry. But um, do you have anything you want to plug Brittany? Yeah, I actually would love to. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Have your own it's day. It's so emotional. I'm so sorry. I'm crying. Have you we're all we're all having a lot of emotions right i'd now. love to plug my podcast <laughs> yeah what's it oh you have a podcast i do have a podcast yeah it's called um trapped in the closet and <laughs> it's me it's me and um 
you know, various farm animals and I lock them in a closet and we just kind of talk about our lives <laughs> and it's no. streaming on all platforms. Um, okay. really great. Really good. Now that sounds interesting to me. Yeah. You uh, like yeah. Yeah. Because really I, yeah, fun. I believe in the symbiotic relationship between man and beast, you mm-hmm. know? So, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So yeah, I'd, I'd love, love to have the wolves on sometimes if they're interested. Yeah. Talk them. to my agent, Sam. Wolf, I will. He, Absolutely. He represents all the wolves. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me. It's so fun. Uh, Letty, anything you want to mention before we get out? Quit the podcast because this is upsetting to me on, on every level. And you will be hearing from my lawyer, both of you. And if I do return to this podcast, it it, it is under extreme duress and desperation to be heard. Which, uh, that won't happen. And I can guarantee you, that won't happen. Okay, all right. Because I have been heard and I am famous. Yeah, no one is arguing that here, Letty. Um, no one except the celebrities you often run into at parties argues that you're famous. Thank you. Yes, of course. Well, Brittany, thank you for for, for being our guest. Um, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for ruining our lives. Thank you. No, I mean, my, yes. life, my life is fine, but... Um, <laughs> You know, Not when I quit it, this podcast, it won't be. I hope that you get this all sorted out by next week. Um, big ep- big episode. Big episode next week. We're going to be talking about episode seven, which was our mid-season finale. Thick of the plot. We met Miss Thickness's demon ex-lover at the end of that episode. We're going to find out the full story about that in the Miss Thickness. I don't, I don't care about finding out full stories anymore. I never want to find out a full story again in my life. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm leaving. I'm disconnecting my headphones. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, and she's gone. Okay. Well, we're going to be listening to uh, episode seven, Thick of the Plot, uh, next week on the episode. And until then, keep Fanny, keep Fall, keep Demon, keep it Hunter. We'll talk to you next time on the podcast. What's up, Fanny Pack? It's Andy Fleming here. Uh, first off, start calling yourself the Fanny Pack if you're the fan community of Fanny Falls Demon Hunter, the podcast. And second of all, thank you for listening. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbfun and give us a rate, review on iTunes. That stuff really helps out for a new podcast. I want to give it up to our cast for this episode. We have Mandy McKelvey as Thora Ann Green as Fanny Falls, Sarah Shockey as Brett Bulkerson as Misty Thickness, Jessica Mance as Nut Ella as Jasmine Feinberg, Robert Thompson as Guillaume Nova Scotia as the professor, my incredible co-host Stephanie Weber as Letty Lamora as Ophelia Orkin, and little old me, Andy Fleming as Tover Jason as Charles Blocker. Our guest was Deanna Ortiz as Brittany Boxleitner. So funny. If you ever get a chance to see Deanna live, she is one of this nation's great stand-up comedians, and I can't recommend it enough. Check out the other shows on the network, Musical the Movie, the Podcast, and 30 Characters, and keep it Hunter. Phone dome.